0: Good evening. To open our meeting tonight, Lil, will you please announce the first hymn? Hymn number 347, the second verse. O thou afflicted, tossed with doubt, God bids the storm to cease. His children shall be taught of him, and great shall be their peace. Hymn 347. If you would like to follow along with the readings tonight, please go to our website, and on the home page, you'll see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and you will see the link to the text for the Wednesday readings. The theme for tonight is kindness. The readings will now be given by Fairleigh from Maryland.
1: First Corinthians. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not charity, I am become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. Charity suffereth long, and is kind. Isaiah, in a little wrath I hid my face from thee for a moment, but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee saith the Lord thy Redeemer. For this is as the waters of Noah unto me. For as I have sworn that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth, so have I sworn that I would not be wroth with thee, nor rebuke thee. For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed. But my kindness shall not depart from thee, neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord, that hath mercy on thee. Esther. After these things, when the wrath of King Ahasuerus was appeased, he remembered Vashti and what she had done and what was decreed against her. Then said the king's servants that ministered unto him, Let there be fair young virgins, soft for the king. And he brought up Hadassah, that is Esther, his uncle's daughter, for she had neither father nor mother, and the maid was fair and beautiful, whom Mordecai, when her father and mother were dead, took for his own daughter. So it came to pass when the king's commandment and his decree was heard and when many maidens were gathered together unto Shushan the palace to the custody of Haggai that Esther was brought also unto the king's house to the custody of Haggai, keeper of the women. And the maiden pleased him, and she obtained kindness of him, and he speedily gave her her things for purification, with such things as belonged to her, and seven maidens, which were meet to be given her, out of the king's house. And he preferred her and her maids unto the best place of the house of the women." Ruth, and Naomi had a kinsman of her husband's, a mighty man of wealth, of the family of Elimelech, and his name was Boaz. And Ruth, the Moabotess, said unto Naomi, Let me now go to the field and glean ears of corn after him, in whose sight I shall find grace. And she said unto her, Go, my daughter. And she went and came and gleaned in the field after the reapers. And her hap was to light on a part of the field belonging unto Boaz, who was the kindred of Elimelech. And Naomi said unto her daughter-in-law, Blessed be he of the Lord, who hath not left off his kindness, to the living and to the dead and Naomi said unto her the man is near of kin unto us one of our next kinsmen and Ruth the Moabite has said he said unto me also thou shalt keep fast by my young men until they have ended all my harvest and Naomi said unto Ruth her daughter-in-law It is good, my daughter, that thou go out with his maidens, that they meet thee not in any other field. So she kept fast by the maidens of Boaz to glean unto the end of barley harvest and of wheat harvest and dwelt with her mother-in-law. Proverbs Who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband does safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. Correlative passages from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and Prose Works by Mary Baker Eddy. The test of all prayer lies in the answer to these questions. Do we love our neighbor better because of this asking? Do we pursue the old selfishness, satisfied with having prayed for something better? But we give no evidence of the sincerity of our request by living consistently with our prayer. If selfishness has given place to kindness, we shall regard our neighbor unselfishly and bless them that curse us. But we shall never meet this great duty simply by asking that it may be done. There is a cross to be taken up before we can enjoy the fruition of our hope and faith. We should relieve our minds from the depressing thought that we have transgressed a material law and must of necessity pay the penalty. Let us reassure ourselves with the law of love. God never punishes man for doing right, for honest labor or for deeds of kindness, though they expose him to fatigue, cold, heat, contagion. If man seems to incur the penalty through matter, this is but a belief of mortal mind, not an enactment of wisdom, and man has only to enter his protest against the belief in order to annul it. Through this action of thought, and its results upon the body, the student will prove to himself by small beginnings the grand verities of Christian science. Christian science commands man to master the propensities, to hold hatred in abeyance with kindness, to conquer lust with chastity, revenge with charity, and to overcome deceit with honesty. Choke these errors in their early stages if you would not cherish an army of conspirators against health, happiness, and success. They will deliver you to the judge, the arbiter of truth against error. The drudge will deliver you to justice, and the sentence of the moral law Will be executed on mortal mind and body. Both will be manacled until the last farthing is paid, until you have balanced your account with God. In 1843, I was united to my first husband, Colonel George Washington Glover of Charleston, South Carolina. The ceremony taking place under the paternal roof in Tilton, after parting with the dear home circle, I went with him to the south, but he was spared to me for only one brief year. He was in Wilmington, North Carolina on business when the yellow fever raged in that city and was suddenly attacked by this insidious disease which in his case proved fatal. My husband was a Freemason, being a member in St. Andrew's Lodge, number 10 and of Union Chapter, number 3 of Royal Arch Masons. He was highly esteemed and sincerely lamented by a large circle of friends and acquaintances whose kindness and sympathy help to support me in this terrible bereavement. St. Paul said that without charity, we are as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And he added, charity suffereth long and is kind, does not behave itself unseemly, thinketh no evil, but rejoiceth in the truth. My deepest desires and daily labors go to prove that I love my enemies and would help all to gain the abiding consciousness of health, happiness, and heaven. I hate no one and love others more than they can love me. As I now understand Christian science, I would as soon harm myself as another since by breaking Christ's command, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, I should lose my hope of heaven. Oh, may the love that is taught, he felt and so lived, that when weighed in the scale of God, we be not found wanting. Love is consistent, uniform, sympathetic, self-sacrificing unutterably kind, even that which lays all upon the altar and speechless and alone, bears all burdens, suffers all inflictions, endures all piercing for the sake of others and for the kingdom of heaven's sake.
0: We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer.
2: Our Father,
0: Bruce, will you please announce the next hymn?
4: Hymn number 340. There's a wideness in God's mercy, like the wideness of the sea. There's a kindness in His justice, which is more than liberty. Hymn 340.
0: Welcome to the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. This is our weekly testimony meeting for Wednesday, January 17th, 2024. And we warmly welcome everyone to all of our services, in person, on the telephone, over the internet, or listening to recordings of our services. Many people find our church through our recordings on the internet, so welcome. We're so happy you found us. At all our meetings and services, we read from the King James Bible and from the writings of Mary Baker Eddy, the discoverer and founder of Christian Science. Our Sundays begin here with our roundtable discussion at 10 a.m., This is where we discuss the week's Bible lesson and other current topics and get a deeper understanding of how to better practice Christian science. Our Sunday morning church service then begins at 11 a.m. Also at 11 a.m., we have a Sunday school for children. Many of the students live out of state and call in on the telephone. So if you have children who would like to attend the Sunday school, call the church to get the phone number, and the teachers will be very happy to welcome them. We also have a nursery for infants and toddlers at all of our services. So if you're able to get here in person, be sure to bring the whole family. We have a website, plainfieldcs.com, with an amazing amount of the very finest Christian science literature in print and on audio. There are always new items being added, so check it out often. And we have 17 additional websites in various languages, so that people around the world can read and hear the healing truths of pure Christian science in their own language. All the resources we have on our various websites are free. There is never a charge. Our annual meeting of the members of this church will be held next Thursday, January 25th, at 8 p.m. Everyone who is a member is invited to attend. But if you can't get here in person, you can call the church teleconference number, and join the meeting that way. And our next Saturday morning Bible study will be a week from Saturday, January 27th, at 10 a.m. Information about the Bible study and the Bible study questions are posted on our website under the This Week's Lesson tab. So check it out, and be sure to join us Saturday morning January 27th at 10 o'clock on the church teleconference number. I will now read from the church manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or suffering, although the generic name of the disease may be indicated. For everyone who gives a testimony tonight, we would ask that you please keep your remarks to within four minutes. This will give everyone the opportunity to share their offering tonight. For those who are on the telephone, when you are ready to give a testimony, please press the star button on your phone twice. Also, keep in mind when you do, we are going to be able to hear you as well as any other sounds that your phone picks up. So we kindly request that you be in a quiet place, and I will call on each of you, one at a time, by name. Our meeting tonight is now open for the sharing of testimonies of healing through the study and practice of Christian science. Bruce.
4: Good evening, everyone. You know, uh, Mrs. Eddy put in our textbook, Science and Health, The Key to the Scriptures, uh, many wonderful statements, and one of which is, Father, Mother is the name for deity. And uh, we know from the Gospels that Jesus uh, frequently referred to God as Father, and we have this statement in our textbook, Father, Mother is the name for deity. And you know what fathers and mothers do? Well, they pass on to their offspring their own nature and qualities. So I guess I know where, you're going, where I'm going with this discussion as it relates to us specifically. Um, the other day recently, I was listening to an inspirational speaker, and he made the statement saying, don't let your mistakes define who you are. I thought, well, okay, that sounds like very sound wisdom. But I didn't want to leave that in the negative. And I th- asked myself, well, then what is it that we identify ourselves as? And here again, father, mother is the name for deity. And we know that he is our father and mother, which means that we have a connection with him that cannot be dissolved or broken. And so we identify with him, our father and mother. Well, the other day I was uh, getting ready to do a job that I knew I needed to do, but the idea kept coming to me like, I don't think I want to do this. And then it was in my own imagination. It was looming up like it was much bigger or arduous than it really was. I don't know why I was letting something like that get to me, but it did until I stopped and I thought about, well, why is it that I'm doing this job? And the only reason I can think of is to glorify our father and mother, to do it well according to his direction and do it completely and joyfully. And with that, I started doing the job. And sure enough, it proved to be no, not a big job at all. In fact, I finished it in a matter of minutes, which just goes to show how The old devil like to play with your mind. Well, yes, trials and tribulations do come to me, and they do try me. But just think about what we have to meet them with. And yeah, that's right, you guys guessed it, our father, mother. And thank God that we have him close at hand.
0: Thank you linda
5: thank you for the readings tonight this evening i'd like to express my gratitude for all that i have been learning here at the plainfield independent christian science church over the years there have been a few times where i witnessed a situation that made a deep impression on me after i would witness The operation of Christian science in daily lives. One day there was an activity uh, for our church, and one of the members that was going to participate was having difficulty breathing, and they thought they were not going to be able to participate. I was aware that they had called a practitioner for support. There was such a wonderful reassurance that whatever one was needing to do, or wherever one had to go, God was with you or with them, and giving you what was needed to be in your God-directed right place. This has been proven to me in many different ways in the last past uh, last years. It has helped strengthen my trust in the truth and helped me understand how to practice and pray correctly in Christian science. I watched this individual and observed the symptoms just dissolve. The breathing became natural and peaceful on the way there, during the activity, and afterwards. Later, I heard that this individual was able to sleep peacefully the next day after several sleepless nights. I was so grateful to be able to be there to witness the truth in action, an all-powerful, strong example of Christian science and how practical it is in our lives <clears throat> and, helping, and these uh, activities that help build our faith and understanding of the science of the Christ. I'm very grateful uh, for Christ Jesus and Mary Baker Eddy and all that she gave us and instructions and also being a member of this church. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Shardy.
6: Good evening. Tonight I come in humility and gratitude. The other night I was supposed to be going out I was feeling very poorly. I asked my practitioner for help, and I was told to go forward to where I was supposed to be. I did this with some concern about the appearance of I, that I presented. And there you go, personal sense. When I arrived and sat down in the presence of my practitioner, all symptoms vanished completely. As I was leaving, I thanked my practitioner, but this was not specific enough. So the next day, I was remiss in not giving my gratitude for such a huge and quick healing. My practitioner told me that there is only one right place for me, and to trust God that he will take care of me. This is a wonderful lesson, a wonderful law. One right place, and to trust God who is in that place. From this experience, I have learned two big lessons. One right place, and sound thinking, and proper gratitude that is felt in my heart. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Elizabeth from New Hampshire. Go ahead, please. Good evening, and thank you for
7: those terrific readings on kindness. Kind of a great recipe for what the world needs. I would like to express my gratitude tonight for the Christian science hymns that I learned in Sunday school. Knowing what I know now and looking back, it may have been pretty much the main thing that I learned in Sunday school. It was not known at that time that we were all asleep at the helm in the branch churches and Sunday schools. Did we learn the Bible? Not really. Was the science watered down? Most definitely. But we got the spark that we needed, and nonetheless, God was with us in so many ways. Loving and trusting God, truth, coming out and being separate, obeying our small understanding, however small it was, And even though the science we learned was an adulterated science, those of us who were fortunate enough to stay with it have found what we needed along the way, Plainfield Independent Church included, and begun to wake up in a big way. Back to the hymns. Because we sang them and learned them, they've become a lifeline in times of trouble. They're so beautiful and comforting in times of need. I wouldn't trade these hymns for the world, and I'm ever so grateful to have learned them. So sing praises to our Lord. Thank you so much, and good night.
0: Thank you. Ingrid from California. Go ahead, please.
8: Thank you so much for the readings, and thank you all for keeping this church so wonderfully working and having all the great events that you have. Thank you all. I want to express my gratitude for um, all the wonderful healings and especially the help that we get from divine love all the time. And I know this is for everyone, everywhere, every being. Uh, Especially um, this... One time that I uh, did not find my phone, and I had information in there, and I also have some addresses that I needed to go to, and I left uh, my workplace and um, just (laughs) went to the other place where I was supposed to be and realized, oh, my God, with my phone? I didn't need it at that time. Um, but I knew I would need it all the time, and if someone needs something, I want to be available. And I couldn't find it. I went all around where, that place where I went to the event, and uh, I asked security and everything. Nobody had anything. But I am so grateful that I was Uh, as important as this item is, I was so quiet. I was knowing nothing is lost in the kingdom of God. We, We already have learned that. It has been demonstrated to me so many decades. Nothing is lost. My phone is not lost, cannot be lost. God gave it to me, and I take good care of it, and it has to be God is taking care of it anyway. And even though I needed a lot of things from it, I just kept, um, I'm so grateful for the peace that just, I just knew it wouldn't be lost or anything. But I was doing all the steps that I was supposed to do and the phone was nowhere. So um, security said, just call tomorrow, that's all we can do by now because it's late. And I was coming home and when I was coming home, I heard this direction, just go to your workplace, stop over there, and just go. Okay, I just, thank God I obey. <laughs> and when I went there, I never took my phone with me at all. I had left it at the workplace. So the phone was all safe, all good, and I didn't have to, you know, stay for a night thinking where is it or anything, so grateful that Divine Mind is always sending us the messages we have, always giving us everything we need. It is so wonderful to have a God like the God we know in Christian science, all about good, all about love, all taking care of uh, all of us and all beings, really, of creation. I'm
0: very grateful for all that and thank you all. Thank
3: you. Gary. Well, there's a reason why our textbook says Science and Health with key to the Scriptures, because it really does explain the Bible and what's in the Bible. Um, there's a statement in the Bible that says, resist the devil and he will flee from you." And Mrs. Eddy has a statement in our textbook that says, and I think this is a direct quote, "'Resist evil, error of every sort, and it will flee from you.'" Well, it was quite a while ago I had an experience that brought this really home to me. Um, I was, uh, one evening, I began to feel very ill, uh, in a great deal of pain and um, while I was stuck in the bathroom, I, I, uh, I prayed to God and asked him what it was that I needed to know. And uh, some thoughts came to me that had been given to me over the years by uh, a fine teacher and practitioner, Mrs. Evans here. And uh, one of the thoughts that came to me was that God did not send this condition, and neither I nor anyone else need to have it. And another thought was the quote from our textbook, Resist evil, error of every sort, and it will flee from you. So I soon found myself mentally saying, No! Stamping my mental foot and declaring, I'm not going to sit here and accept this. I'm going to demand that I be free because God made me perfect in His image and likeness as He made everyone. Well, I mentally demanded this and I meant it. And within a few minutes, the pain and the symptoms dissipated, and I began to feel much better. And I was able to sleep that night without any discomfort. Um, and in the morning, I was, uh, I was free from this condition. I spoke with a practitioner that morning and explained the situation. And the practitioner assured me that nothing could separate me from the love of God. Well, I was very grateful for this experience because it illustrated to me those two statements, one in the Bible and one in our textbook, and what they meant and why they were true. And these are statements of scientific fact that apply to all of us. Resist error, evil of every sort. Resist evil, error of every sort. And it really will flee from you. So I'm very grateful for what I'm learning here about Christian Science. I'm grateful to Mary Baker Eddy for discovering this science, proving it, and then writing it down for us for all mankind. I uh, and I'm so grateful to be here with you all tonight.
0: Thank you. Jeremy.
9: I'm grateful for all I have learned in this church, and from my practitioner about Christian science. When I first arrived here, I had very low self-esteem and low self-worth, but I really don't think I knew how bad it was for a while after being here. Once realizing, I initially felt like this was just as well, since Christian science calls on us to let go of that false sense of self, and take on our true nature as God sees us. I've since realized that we are called to overcome false sense, however, and this overcoming was not what I was doing. So I have been working the last few years to really go back to those lies I was told during my younger years of not being worthy, of me being the reason that others were not happy or fulfilled, and even of being told by a few people that my children and others would be better off if I was dead, and then take all that point by point and work to refute all these things with the truth that I have learned in Christian science. I'm grateful to say that I feel healed of low self-esteem and low self-worth now, and it's absolutely clear to me that, the, that only Christian science with practitioner support has made this possible. It's such a blessing to be a member of this church and to know without a doubt that God is good. Thank you.
0: Thank you.
9: And now we have a testimony from Imogen in Australia.
0: Good
10: evening, everyone, and thank you for this beautiful meeting tonight. Before studying at this wonderful, independent Christian Science Church, I did not have any understanding of what duty meant. I mainly prayed for my loved ones, and sometimes I would briefly include others in my prayer, but really, I did not understand that we, as Christian scientists, are supposed to pray for the whole world. I used to see people as good people or bad people, depending upon what they said or did. But I'm so grateful to be learning at this church that there is only one God, one good, one mind, one truth, one love. And so I must not be seeing good and bad people, but be seeing everyone as God's beautiful creation who he loves so dearly. One day last week, I suddenly felt quite overcome by all the negative news, the divisive arguments, all the things and the problems that seem to be happening in the world. Mortal mind was telling me that I was so sad that people were turning away from God And I almost fell for it but for the pure Christian science teaching at this church and the words of my dear Plainfield practitioner flooded into thought to ask yourself, what is error trying to stop you from doing for God? And I was thinking about this when the Nunity Watch for that day came through for us all to work with. Well, you can only imagine how much I laughed when I read this watch to myself. Part of it went like this, quote, All the serpent can do is argue. It has no power or ability to do anything else. But the forces of God are undefeated. This really snapped me out of it. The serpent was trying to argue. What a joke. So I shook my head. I said sorry to God for wasting even one moment in listening to the droning arguments of the serpent, which are dust, nothingness, and I got on with some wonderful church work I was doing, and I went on to have a lovely evening. A few days later, I had a pressing feeling of a headache. I did some physical stretching and the like, but couldn't budge it until I remembered this teaching again. What is error trying to stop me from doing for God? Well, it was trying to stop me from writing this testimony and also from doing some other church work, and as soon as I realised that, I turned on my laptop, sat down, started with the church work, and within less than five minutes that headache was totally gone and it did not return. My practitioner says that her definition of hell is just thinking only about oneself. Well, I finally get that. Here I was thinking about my supposed sadness and then thinking about my supposed headache when it was just the serpent trying to argue and distract me from glorifying God. Well, I am so grateful for all that we are learning here. I am so grateful that this is God's beautiful, sublime, perfect world and perfect universe and the serpent cannot do anything because the dear Father has numbered the hairs of our heads, yes, each one of us. What precious care and protection that we have in God. So tonight I sing my praise and my thanks to our Father, Mother God for this beautiful universe that he has created for us. I'm so grateful to Christ Jesus who came to show us who God is. And I'm so grateful to the wonderful woman, Mary Baker Eddy, for giving us Christian science. Thank you to our plainfield practitioner for her holy prayers, teaching and love. Thank you to all our holy practitioners and teachers here at this sublime independent Christian Science Church. Thank you all so much and so much love to you all.
0: Thank you. A couple of us had an appointment to go to several weeks ago and it was the day of a torrential rainstorm and uh, we got up and um, contemplated going for the appointment. It was an important one. We needed to be there, and um, we—I prayed and I said, "Father, what do you want us to do? How shall we deal with this?" And the thought came very strongly: "Wait 15 minutes." So we waited 15 minutes, and then we started out on the on our journey. And the first thing we met was that the highway was totally flooded. But there was an overpass to go over. So we took the overpass and we crossed over the highway. And then there was a a huge uh, traffic circle that was flooded. It was totally underwater. I I called, called the place before we left, and they said it was very very uh, a lot of water, in there and then there were a lot of flooding that uh, people weren't able to get through the, the traffic circle. So, this 15 minutes later, um, we got to the traffic circle, and it was bare. There was no water in it. So we continued on our trip, and we got to the place we needed to be right at the right time, and did our business and left. I was so grateful to God. He just gave us the right direction and the right timing and cleared the way that we worked with that before we left. That uh, Christ goes before me, the way is prepared, and I am protected. And it's your certain, sure certain that's the way it worked out. So very grateful for God's guidance and, and for His protection, and that we were able to hear His voice. Thank you. Florence from Georgia, go ahead, please. Thank
11: you. Thank you so much, Sally, for your reading tonight on kindness. As as somebody else said, it is one of the qualities that we all need expressed so much now. Thank you, Jeremy, for putting on the carousel of the church's website every year the almost one-hour exposé about their spirituals by Joe Carter. The slaves believed in a supreme deity, and the songs were really a yearning to be free. Today, it seems like mankind, people everywhere are in bondage. As Mr. Setti said, that a greater slavery is at hand. From our own beliefs, our own false beliefs, in sin, sickness, and death. I love her reassurance that through faith in God, trust in truth, the strong deliverer, we too, through Christian science, will know and acknowledge the right of man and be free. Through the study of Christian science, I found what God really means. And from that, I found who I am and who everyone else is. I can't be grateful enough for it because it has changed my life. I'm also very grateful for the models of excellence that Linda and Shardell put together, the piece they did particularly on Martin Luther King, the part of it echoing his will that the time for this freedom, the freedom that I'm sure Mr. Eddie was talking about, will come. And I love the spiritual that speaks to this freedom where Mr. Martin Luther King said that we will be able to speed up that day when all of God's children, black men, white men, Jews, Gentiles, Protestants, Catholics, will be able to join hands and sing in the words of the old spiritual, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are all free at last. I thank God, Christ Jesus, Mary Baker Eddy, and thanks to all who in their own special way are bringing their fellow man to the Christ way of living. I am so grateful to be here tonight. Thanks everyone for all the testimonies and surely for the hymns as well as the readings. Happy to be here.
0: Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Mary.
12: Good evening, everyone. Have a few things to read in a testimony. It's a little on the long side, but I wanted to give it tonight. Um, First, this is a, a note from Oregon, Enclosed is my donation for 2024. Like always, I wish it could be a lot more. I'm always glad to hear how widespread our Christian science independent is becoming. These folks all around the world are seeing the beauty of life and the world that God, Jesus, and Mrs. Eddy are teaching us. And then this is from Virginia. Thank you all for the wonderful treasures in the January 2024 Plainfield Independent Newsletter. The item from Big Dell Young on the first page regarding protecting your thinking explains the basis of the success of the Christian science wartime workers during World War II and how what they did was so healing and transforming in the lives of those they came in contact with. The wartime committee ruling was that no, there was to be no proselytizing, but the name of Christian science could be mentioned. And then uh, she's referring to a book called The Story of the Christian Science Wartime Activities, 1939 to 1946 was thrilling to read. And I'm so grateful to have learned of this book from Izzy's wonderful post on the church's website bulletin board on October 5th, 2023. And I'm so grateful for everything shared by this independent church, for the inspiration, growth, and the many reasons to glorify God. South Dakota, Thank you, God, for the Plainfield Christian Science Church and its members and workers and practitioners. It is an oasis in abundance of thought, word, and deed. Furthering the manifest reach of the science of Christ is discovered and founded by Mary Baker Eddy. The Bible lessons, Wednesday night readings, round tables, and support of the practitioners are such a blessing. Thank you, too, for the watches. As always, with love. And then this is the testimony um, from Germany, a testimony of a healing in progress. Since 2009, after a belief of an aneurysm, I've struggled with severe mood string swings and a devastating diagnosis of bipolar disorder. This belief has led to many hospitalizations, of which I've been pronounced as incurable. I've been told that God is all and God is life, so I know that by working with this this science, I'm entitled to scientific certainty of demonstration. In 2010, a very dear friend from over 40 years ago came to live with me in Hamburg, Germany, giving up her whole life that she had in Berlin as a graphic artist since 1981. It had been through her that I discovered Christian science in 1979 in Vancouver and Seattle, and we had helped my mother with prayer in the 1980s. The belief of heredity, because the mother seemed to be suffering from the same mental illness, this belief of heredity is as untrue as two and two are equal to five. In this country, there is an advocacy for alternative medicine, but this is not Christian science and it does not offer hope that I am, as a child of God, incapable of doing anything that God does not sanctify. The belief of multi-minds is dualism and has nothing to do with seeing myself and others as God, as God has made us. The emotionalism that my own brother and my then partner see me as being a helpless invalid are issues that I combat and this is by supporting our Church in making our lessons available to the German-speaking public. I cannot hold to the belief that a human brother and an ex-partner would see me as being only useful for a mental health facility. How often I read in the lessons that I bring from German to English that God is all, and no one is outside of the allness of God. So this journey to confront what is a false identity is being handled, and I am learning to find and work with the tools that are shared pragmatically and and used in our lessons, from articles of early and current workers, as well as diligent practitioner support. Today, I'm so grateful to have found the way back to the Father, Mother, God, as explained in Science and Health, and especially to have discovered Plainfield Independent Church with all the loving activities in the internet and in person over Skype. Bible studies, roundtables, and the 24-7 library, the early workers' contributions to the movement, are lovingly available to any seeker of truth. That is a strong connection to Plainfield. Additionally, I'm grateful for the confidence the Plainfield practitioner has shown me beginning in 2014, by letting me translate the weekly lessons into German and to share it with the field in Germany through the website of the Plainfield Independent Church. So this is exactly 10 years that I participate in doing this weekly job. More and more I am very grateful that I and my friend who came to support me are now connected with two other people also in this church, a team of diligent people. <clears throat> who proofread and create a beautiful audio every week of the lesson to share with the German-speaking field. With every lesson, I get a better understanding of the Bible and science and health. The weekly meetings are a meaningful enrichment with links to the writings of the early workers, <clears throat> Mrs. Eddie, Mrs. Eddy's other writings, and a valuable research through YouTube videos and dictionaries. <clears throat> who seeks me shall find me from the bible and that is exactly what i feel about my journey back to the source of love i had already known 40 years ago and it is amazing to know it has never left me and that god is with me and never letting go of me as god's child so many years have gone by and i'm there and I'm a very happy grandmother with two very loving grandchildren My son and his wife made it possible that we had, again, a lovely Christmas last year, and everybody was loving and kind. All of this feels like a healing that unfolds and enriches, which makes me feel quite confident that my belief of up and down takes on a new and better level. I am so grateful to be able to say this. Feelings of fear about work and money, shame of not being a good mother, unable to protect my son, from his abusive father and self-condemnation are vanishing, and I am able to present myself as the strong person that I truly am. Love is in control, overcoming false obstacles. Thank you, God, for letting me find your wonderful truth through the Plainfield Independent Church, the teachings of Mrs. Eddy, the Bible and practitioner, and for a deeper understanding of this science of Christ. I would just like to say about this person, I've been very grateful, because as she said, she has faithfully, she and her friend, translated the English version of the lesson into German, despite many obstacles at times. And uh, I, I appreciate that faithfulness, willing to stand, No matter what came for all these years and continuing on, it's quite a wonderful quality trait, if you will, and God blesses it. And that's for sure. Thank you so very much for those beautiful readings tonight on kindness. What an important quality of God. I was reminded um, a few years ago, a production of the story Cinderella was put out. It's a British production, and it wasn't in cartoon form. It was real people. It was very, very beautifully done, and it transcended just the fairy tale story to something much more substantial. And, and in this production, the mother, the real mother of Cinderella, um, would tell her as a child... To always remember, to have courage and to be kind, and that left such an impression on this little girl, and I know most of you know this story, but it was it was those two qualities of God, courage and kindness, that kept Cinderella safe during such a, a difficult time with her stepmother and stepsisters and. Because she was faithful to that, despite abuse, abusive behavior, um, she was lifted out of that situation and into something quite wonderful, as you know the story. But it gave a richer and deeper meaning. And I think of it often in my own life, to have courage and to be kind. And the definition of kindness is the disposition which delights in contributing to the happiness of others. Kindness ever accompanies love." And how true that is. And as our first testifier said tonight, yes, what a, what a wonderful quality and how it would certainly heal so many of the troubles we seem to have these days. So have courage and be kind. And all good is possible, because in doing that, you are reflecting your father, mother, God. I'm so grateful to be here tonight, to have heard the beautiful readings, hymns, and music, and testimonies.
0: And have a good night to all. Thank you. To close our meeting, Shardi, would you please announce the last hymn?
6: 178. Pilgrim on earth, home and heaven are within thee, heir of the ages and child of the day, cared for, watched over, beloved and protected. Walk thou with courage each step of the way, hymns 278.